During dive training, Ruby was also given instruction in unarmed underwater combat. This was even harder than it might sound. Punching underwater was a little like running in space. The trick seemed to be to disable your opponent by cutting off their air supply or releasing their dive weights. Kakoa was an expert. She was slight and she was fast, and Ruby mastered dodges and grips and tackles. Agent Kip Holbrook was Ruby's in-training dive partner, and the two of them spent a whole lot of time winding each other up. Red Fort, you call that a punch? I could have sworn I just got patted on the nose by a plankton. Holbrook, you call that a nose? I could have sworn I just spotted a rare and ugly sea cucumber. They got along like a house on fire. Ruby particularly looked forward to mealtimes. Ruby Redfort might be shrimp-sized compared to the other trainee agents, but she'd always had a big appetite, and Spectrum camp food was surprisingly good. On the whole, she was having a pretty good time. Her fellow trainees were a friendly bunch, and hanging out on a Hawaiian island was no huge chore. Everything was swell. Well, except for Sergeant Cooper. Redfort! Get your sorry behind out of that bunk before I inhale my next breath or tonight you and your bed ain't even gonna make contact. This order, given every daybreak by the drill sergeant, Sergeant Cooper, employed by Spectrum to motivate, was beginning to wear. Oh, brother, thought Ruby. She was not a natural early bird and so would reluctantly and with some effort drag herself from her uncomfortable bunk. More than once, she had found herself scrubbing the bathroom floor with an orange toothbrush, her own, punishment detail. If Sergeant Cooper wasn't impressed by Ruby's timekeeping, then her flouting of the camp dress code really got him marching up and down. His least favorite item was a t-shirt printed with the words, Could you repeat that? I wasn't actually listening. Redfort! How many times have I told you about that t-shirt of yours? I'm sorry, Sergeant Cooper. I haven't been counting, but I can take a wild guess if it's important to you. Sergeant Cooper was keen to put Ruby back in her box whenever he got the chance. He was under the misguided impression that this hard-nut approach would instill respect in the kid. He was wrong about that. One such time was when Ruby had done particularly badly in her free-dive training, free-diving being the art of swimming underwater unaided by any breathing apparatus. Ruby's parents were big fans of free-diving. Indeed, her father, Brandt, had gone to Stanton University on a free-dive scholarship. In fact, free-diving was how Ruby's parents had met. Brandt had been working with a famous Italian marine biologist, free-diving from his yacht off the coast of Italy. Sabina had been sailing single-handed round the Mediterranean and had bumped into Brandt while underwater. She was pretty good at holding her breath, too. Championship good. As a result, there wasn't a lot that Ruby didn't know about breath-hold diving, but for the life of her, she just couldn't begin to contemplate holding her breath for a whole lot longer than seemed entirely sensible. It went against everything that was natural and sane. Dive down 220 feet without oxygen? No, thank you. It was a claustrophobic nightmare. The free dive training involved a lot of slow, rigorous preparation. Years of it, in fact. It was a difficult and dangerous technique to master, and Ruby wasn't about to risk her life for something that seemed so wrong. Diving to great depths with scuba gear? No problem. Diving with just snorkel and flippers? A breeze. 
but ask her to hold her breath for more than one minute and one second? No way was she going to do that. She didn't have the lung capacity, and this, combined with the darkness at great depth, made her feel claustrophobic. One Thursday, she resurfaced just as Sergeant Cooper walked by. This chance encounter was not a good one. Well, 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 look who it is. Agent Redford coming up for air. Jeepers, I should have stayed down a few minutes longer. I doubt that you're capable of that, Redford. I hear you can only make one minute, hardly a record. If I'd known I was going to be coming face to face with a giant sea cucumber when I next took a lungful, I might have put some effort in. You don't know what effort is, Redford. Now, Bradley Baker, he really could hold his breath. Seven minutes, I heard. Years and years of hard work and training. No kidding. Were you standing there holding the towel? It would have been a privilege to have.